Hello and welcome to the very first BGHS Ivy Scholarly Podcast. I'm your host, Mrs. Romero, Ivy Coordinator and BGHS Bulldog Enthusiast. Asking, what's good, Bulldogs? The start of the school year is an exciting time and I hope this podcast will reflect the excitement and energy that is the BGHS IB program. Hey, fun fact, the BGHS Diploma Program for grades 11 and 12 was established with the graduating class of 2000 and still remains one of the largest programs in the state. In 2012, we brought on the implementation of the middle years program for grades 9 and 10. And in 2020, during COVID, we became MYP partners with Norterra Canyon School for grades 6, 7, and 8. We are excited to announce the authorization of the IB career-related program later this year. In today's first episode, we answer the question of, what is an IB scholar? How does IB, MYP, and DP help to shape the foundation for students to reach their goals of becoming an IB scholar and receive those college scholarships and academic opportunities, which naturally evolve from working hard and demonstrating academic excellence within the IB program? Here with me today are a few special guests. Please welcome IB teachers and gifted specialists, Mrs. Murray. Hi. Mrs. Holliff. Hey there. Senor Munoz. Hola. And DPT teacher and cast coordinator, Ms. Torres. Hello. Isn't this exciting? Very. Yes. yes. So exciting. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. I'm a little nervous, so I appreciate you being here. Mm-hmm. Welcome to our very first podcast episode. To get started, I have a few questions for our gifted specialists. So here we go. Specialists, what's the best way to describe someone who is best fit for the 9th and 10th grade MYP? When I think about a student who is best fit for the 9th and 10th grade MYP honors cohort, the IB learner profile traits come to mind. A student who demonstrates the IB learner profile trait inquirer nurtures their curiosity and is able to learn independently and collaboratively. They're enthusiastic about learning and looking for a challenge. A student like that would be perfect for the MYP honors cohort. I also think about students who are open-minded and willing to try a variety of learning activities that they maybe haven't tried before in other classes. For example, in my Spanish 3-4 honors class, we sang a song in Spanish the other day to learn vocabulary. Students were open to trying something new and willing to take a risk to benefit their learning. Oh my gosh, Vicki, that sounds like so much fun, learning a new song to learn vocabulary, Um, which reminds me of a couple of other IB learner profile traits that are perfect for gifted learners in the MYP cohort, risk taker and caring. Um, We're always looking for those in our MYP cohort. So students who are willing to put themselves out there and get involved on campus and in their community, take part in school initiatives, truly represent what we learn, especially in MYP history, how to take a stand, use your voice, and make a difference. Oh, yes. And, you know, so um, an ideal MYP student also takes ownership for their learning and contributes to an ideal learning environment. You should come to my seventh hour. Mm-hmm. They're able. Mr. <laughs> 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 Romero did yes. <laughs> they are able to create a community within their cohorts, um, taking on a leadership role or being flexible and supportive when needed. That's true, Senora. Being in all honors classes can be stressful, but being a part of a cohort can help decrease all that pressure. I always love to see the MYP students share their positive attitudes and humor to empower each other to believe in themselves. The cohort can really become a close-knit and inspiring community. 
As a BGHS gifted specialist, why is the MYP, MYP cohort a good option for gifted students? Well, gifted students are known to be quick learners with strong curiosities, and being a part of a cohort can allow them to be learning alongside like-minded peers who are also hungry for learning. A lot of times I find that the students are learning just as much from each other as they are from me as their teacher. Oh, that is so true. Um, our gifted students are also often looking for greater depth of knowledge and those overarching connections between the disciplines. And the MYP cohort is set up to offer those opportunities, especially with our interdisciplinary units. Huh. It's also a good option because many of our, of our NYP teachers have taken professional development geared towards gifted education, so they have the extra support from gifted training teachers or gifted trained teachers and specialists coming into their classrooms. Yeah, sometimes the, the students don't really recognize that teachers work really, really hard to collaborate and to be best prepared for these types of classes. Holy moly, we do. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Torres, let's bring you into the conversation. In your experience with working with DP, DP students, mm -hmm. what transformation do you typically see in students as they transition from MYP and through the DP that makes them stand out in their academics and become college ready? Yeah, so I think what sets apart IB from other programs that we offer here, because we have a lot of great options, you know, with AP and uh, dual enrollment classes, but with IB, there's just like the, the level of thinking is just much higher and it's, it's demanding, it is, but I think getting to college where the answer is not always something concrete and something that you can just, you know, solve for and you maybe have to do like some investigating. I think that's what IB really prepares students for. Um, and it's not as intimidating. It doesn't mean that college is not difficult or, you know, they won't run into challenges, but it makes it easier to approach. Um, I know when I was in college, that's what I was surprised with the most was, um, that I could at least a try and attempt while other students may have given up or may have even like dropped a class because it was too abstract or too, uh, too much, you know, however they describe it. So I think that's what IB prepares students for is that higher level of thinking and that um, the investigation part. Because I think all of our classes in some way, students have to do some type of investigating. I think it's often like a misconception that investigation is only in science class or only in science-based classes, um, but I think IB classes make it a point to um, have that investigation piece. And also, um, we teach students, or we hope to teach students, uh, to take ownership of, of their learning and that it's really up to them. You know, the whole idea of what you put into it is what you get out of it. And I think that's an excellent lesson to learn here in high school when, you know, we can make mistakes and people are there to guide us than um, maybe learning the hard way <laughs> later yeah. on like some others might. Yeah. Um, and I just think, you know, IB students have that sense of confidence, like going into college and that they did this amazing program, whether they did the diploma or not, um, and still took those IB courses. I think it just gives them the confidence to to try something new, try something challenging, um, and then with those profile traits like risk taker, um, that they're they're able to take on those challenges. It's not that it's not difficult, but it's not impossible. 
I think I, w I would agree with you too. And even speaking with the seniors this year, you know, they'll say like there was a time when I didn't think I'd be able to make it. Yeah. And now that they're at this level where they can kind of see the finish line, they, they were like, I'm so glad I stuck with it because mm -hmm. even, because it was hard. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. It is hard. And you know, I don't think any teacher would say it's not, mm -hmm. but, um, now's the time to try right with such a good support system and it's it's you know it's a safe environment whereas in college um, while it's safe and your professors are hopefully nice <laughs> um, you're much more independent much more independent and a lot more is on you um, and not just college but beyond that as well for sure and I think you know being part of the program is just is a neat connection knowing mm -hmm. that you're a part of something and that you have people that can help you along the way. Yep. Um, so as the IB Diploma Program graduate from North Canyon High School, go our Rattlers. neighbor school, go Rattlers, <laughs> how do you think the IB Program best prepared you for college and as an IB Program educator? Yeah, um, so I had to work um, with a lot of different people in high school, <laughs> like, like our you know, students do now. And that's the thing with a cohort, um, there's going to be people you get along with and there's going to be people that you don't get along with. That's um, life. Like yep, real life. <laughs> and learning how to work with everyone, no matter you know what the situation might be, I think that's a super important skill. That is, um, it's difficult to teach and it's just something you kind of have to experience. And I realized not a lot of people got that experience in high school. And so like group projects could be really challenging. Um, even if I felt I had the skill set to work collaboratively, not everyone did, um, which kind of, I don't know, it made me sad for them that they kind of had to figure that out when they're on their own. Like they're, you know, they moved out for the first time. It's just a lot, like in college, that's just a lot. And then um, just having that skill set is, is helpful. It seems like, like a small thing. I don't know. I'm just trying to think back of my freshman year. And um, it was a lot, you know, tran a huge transition. But feeling prepared was was nice. Prepared for the academics, at least. Um, another thing was was community service. I was shocked at the number of, you know, college freshmen who had never done community service before. Yeah, I can honestly say I never did community service in high school. Yeah, and um, and I know it was a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took a I took a social work class, and that was actually like my sophomore and junior year. So by that time, I was. 19, 20 years old with other people who were in their 20s and the professor asked how many of you have volunteered and I was like yeah obviously you know raise my hand maybe less than a quarter of the class raised their hand and I was like you have never done community service which is not their fault but maybe they didn't have the opportunity or whatever the reason might be so that was a big thing um, and then stu my students will know that my favorite profile trait is being reflective. I'm always asking them to reflect. I like to be reflective. Um, and that was a huge thing when I was in college, right? What do I need to um, succeed? And I have to be honest about my strengths and weaknesses. Um, what do I need to prioritize to get the grades that I want? You know, a, a lot of things. You have to you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be reflective. Um, as far as being a teacher, I mean, it, it definitely gives me a unique perspective, right? I truly know what the students are going through. Um, I completed CAS. I wrote an extended essay. There's no excuses. She knows. And yeah, I mean, if I can do it, they can do it. And um, in a way, I think that can be, I don't know if other people see that as like 
intimidating. Like they don't want to ask questions, but but I remember being in those and being like, oh my gosh, I have this topic for my extended essay and I have nowhere to start. And I think because they think I completed the program that I have like all the answers. I don't, um, but I just remember I just have experience and I just have that to go off of. Um, but it does offer a unique experience or perspective. And then um, I just think it helps me see like all my students as more than just a kid in my classroom. Like they have hobbies and interests and strengths and weaknesses and maybe their strength is not ELA. Um, you know, I'm sure my ELA teacher thought I was a pretty good student. My science teacher, probably not so much because <laughs> I was not good at science. But that's okay, right? We all have our strengths and weaknesses. So that's what I keep in mind as, as an educator now. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I'd like to thank our guests for being here today. I'd also like our listeners to know that Barry Golder High School has seen so much success for students who graduate from the IB program with these students ranking in the top 10 of their graduating class. From a Rhodes Scholarship to Flynn Scholarship and National Merit Scholarship finalists, one thing stands out. Students who choose a rigorous coursework, develop a strong work ethic, and develop a dedication of self-improvement, and their academics naturally succeed, succeed in the program and stand out when applying for college admissions and scholarships. Students who graduated recently from our program are now attending not only in-state universities on scholarships, but also top schools like University of Chicago, Duquesne University, University of California, Los Angeles, New York University, and Northwestern Uni University, just to name a few. Based on what we learned today, an IB scholar is one who challenges themselves by taking rigorous courses, has a natural curiosity and enjoys learning, works hard and develops a sense of dedication to their academics. Most of these students join clubs, participate in athletics, and volunteer within the community. These students enjoy learning, collaborating with peers, making discoveries, and impacting the world around them. As we close, one last question for our teachers. Didn't you have fun today? Yeah. Yes. And I can't wait to hear some student voices on the next episode. <gasps> Maybe in other languages? <laughs> yes. Oh, there's an idea. Oh, la la. We have some really good ideas. The BGHS Ivy Scholarly Podcast will provide an opportunity for students to receive and to provide information, important information to our community of students in a shared mission of cultivating, cultivating success. If we learn together, grow together, we can become successful together. Please join me next time as I share important Ivy Scholarly topics. I'll be sharing student and teacher experiences as well as hearing from community members on a variety of topics. On episode two, the alphabet of Ivy, Learn about each program offered here at BGHS. Do you have an idea for an episode or just want to be part of the fun? Because it's really all about the fun. Simply contact the IB office or complete the IB Scholarly Podcast request form found in ManageBack. Thank you for listening in. Until next time, make it good, BG.